John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. We're we're a a week late recording this, listeners. I, uh... Last Sunday evening, I was sat here ready to record. Uh, John didn't turn up, sent him a couple of messages, quite livid. Uh, <laughs> uh, but for but for once, he had actually quite uh, quite a good excuse. Well, yeah, so not last Sunday, because I just got the weeks confused, because the weekend before, my, uh, my grandma died on the Sunday, which was pretty uh, shocking. But it was, so not only did my grandma die, but my wife's grandma died on the same day. So it was, uh, it was just, it was insane. So on, basically on the Saturday, it was my sister-in-law's 40th birthday party. So she'd organised this massive party at the uh, St. Patrick's Irish Centre in Huddersfield. So on the Friday, get a message about half 10 at night, just started to have a few drinks. My sister had come over because I hadn't seen her for a few months. Uh, she'd come from Liverpool for the weekend to go to my sister-in-law's party. So I just having a, started to have a chat, having a bit of a drink with my mum and dad, and then get a message from my auntie going, oh, your grandma's just all of a sudden taking a real turn for the worst. You need to come straight over. So I oh, so drove over to... You don't want to hear that no, anytime. So she's she's Well, she was 97. She lived by herself still. I mean, she had somebody come and get her up in the morning, but she basically she was still sort of with it. So I was like, oh, Flipping heck. Um, drove my mum and my sister across at like about half ten at night and uh, get there. And my cousin had driven over from Manchester and um, my grandma's kind of sat there with her eyes closed in the in her sort of armchair. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, here we go. And then as soon as we get there, she just wakes up and starts talking. <laughs> She's fine. So I'm like, I've, I've said to my brother... I'd said to my brother in Australia, like, oh, grandma, you know, I think you need to call, like, video call me now because grandma's like, she's, I think she's going to die or whatever. So I get him on in Australia. It's like eight o'clock in the morning for him. And uh, she's like, oh, Chris, just, I hate your beard because <laughs> he's got a beard. Just <laughs> tell him to shave his beard off. And I was like, all right. Oh, she, so, gave, she gave him a burn. Yeah. Just so, before she popped So he'd, he'd been on to my other cousin who lived in Australia. Um, saying, oh, look, you know, you should call. So he called me and I put him on. First thing she goes to him as well is, oh, I don't like your beard. <laughs> and like, <laughs> wow. You... Anti-beard starts oh, late in life. Okay. So she, she, was, she was kind of all right. Well, she was like, you know, she wasn't 100% herself, but she was, you know, chatting away and giving people grief. <laughs> so on the Saturday, uh, I took my daughter to Japanese school. And then when I was at Japanese school, got a message from my sister going, oh, look, she's taken a proper turn for the worse. You need to come and see her. So I went and then everybody started to come. Like my cousin had come over, got on a plane from Ireland and my uncle was trying to get over from America. So it was like, fucking hell, this might actually be happening. So Uh. on Saturday, she was just kind of in her bed and, uh, you know, she wasn't really with it kind of thing. 
And um, so it was like, should we cancel the party or should we have the party? <laughs> it's like, uh, um, but then every the whole family were like, well, I mean, we we can't get our deposit back. <laughs> yeah. uh, I made I made <laughs> fucking cheese on sticks with bits of pineapple on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough. What what would Nan have wanted? Yeah, well, no, I mean, so that's like, what you have to ask I think, yourself. Uh, so it was decided. I mean, she she wanted us to have the party. So you know, obviously, my mum didn't come. And uh, my aunties, you know, didn't come. But basically, the rest of us went. We had this mad party out to, like, I don't know, silly o'clock doing Jaeger bombs and all that. So then wake up on Sunday and it's, like, feel absolutely fucking rotten. And, um, my brother turns up and he's, he's decided he's not drinking for a year. So my other brother turns up in his car going, right, come on, I'll take you to grandma's. I was like, oh, God. So I went there and then it was like, everyone was taking turns to kind of sit in this room with her, like, older hands because she, was, she wasn't, she was basically like, I don't know, like, she couldn't talk. She, her eyes were kind of closed. She was just kind of, I don't know, fidgeting sort of thing. So I was like, sat there, <laughs> sat there. Like holding her hand, just thinking, "Oh my god, this is just the worst fucking hangover ever." <laughs> it, it really just doesn't get any worse than this. No, <laughs> I mean that is a uh, that is certainly a uh, doubt uh, when you're already fairly down. Uh, I was like, thinking at one point I had a bit of a cry, and I'm like thinking, "Am I crying <laughs> because I'm sad or just because I feel so fucking shit?" And I'm allowed to have a quick cry as like an excuse to have a cry <laughs> about how shit life is. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, a lovely little free cry. Oh, yeah. so, so, like, you know, my cousin came in and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just having a bit of a moment, just wiping my tears. Um, so, it got to about five o'clock at night and it's like, right, you know, they, they got a, a nurse to come and give us some morphine. So, it's called palliative care. So, I was like, right, well, I've got to go home for a bit to put my kids to bed and uh, then I'll come back. So, I go back, give my kids the tea, give them a bath, uh, read, start reading a story, get a message going. You've got to come right now. It's definitely this is this is going to be it. So I fucking jumped in my car, raced raced over to my grandma's house, um, and because there was so many people there, she lived in a cul-de-sac, and everyone just parked everywhere. So as I was trying to reverse, I just fucking banged into this car, massive, oh no, massive, massive sort of bang. Uh, I could see people were on the doorstep already, so I, I was like, oh god, she must have gone. Um, <laughs> my uncle comes out and I'm like oh fucking hell whose car's that and he's like it's my car um, so, so I put a big dent in his bumper and he's like oh, don't worry about it and it's my so it's my auntie my mum's sister's husband and so he was like saying don't worry about it but I could tell deep down he was thinking you fucking <laughs> arsehole <laughs> So, I mean, like your grand's last gift oh. to you is getting away with a dodgy bit of driving. Oh, so I had to, so. I mean, there's no way he could say to you at that point, look, I know this is a sad day for <laughs> yeah. you, but I mean, I'm going to need your details. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, uh, and he's like, she's gone. You, you know, you're just a, you know, five minutes too late or whatever. So I kind of went into the house and that, and oh. everyone was like, what was that bang? I was like, oh, I've just smashed up Uncle Nick's car and his wife my Auntie Louise lovely she's going oh don't worry about it it's just just a bit of metal and plastic doesn't matter doesn't matter I could see him over the shoulder going it fucking does matter <laughs> so I was saying to him that's like, going to be like 700 quid yeah so I was like just when you sort it I'll just give you your details and I'll, I'll pay you the you know don't worry about it kind yeah, of thing yeah. Um, so yeah but a bit of brevity to oh, the situation man. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Bear that in mind, then. Like, if next time I'm, <laughs> I'm in that situation, I just crash into somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the, I mean, obviously, hundred percent my fault. 
But um, but <laughs> his car wasn't moving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it just blocked. It parked diagonally across a bloody cul-de-sac. Yeah, completely my oh, fault. No, yeah, but okay. um, yeah, no. But anyway, he's, he's got a message a few days later saying uh, from my auntie saying his mates fixed it for him. So. I haven't seen him since. I'll, oh, that's I'll, I'll take him a crate of beer or whatever. But yeah, so that's yeah, <laughs> that was basically yeah. uh, why I mixed up the weekends because it was just all a bit of a fucking blur. <laughs> so yeah, apologies. you had a lot of stuff on your mind. I think that was fair enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was good when I when I went down. I like I'd sat around for thirty minutes waiting for you. Then I went downstairs and my, then my missus said, "Oh, you 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 were, you were quick." I said, oh, "Well, John didn't turn up." She went, "Oh, that's not very good, is it?" <laughs> yeah. I said, "He might have a good excuse, so let's not say anything too bad about him." <laughs> Seeing as you chucked and me under did. the bus before when it wasn't even my fault, so at least she could do. <laughs> yeah. She still not replied to that message, you know. She still not read it. <laughs> Like, I keep checking. She hasn't read it. Oh, do you know what? Just yesterday, literally yesterday, she showed me her phone in a like with pride, <laughs> and she said, "Look at my line. Look at my line notifications. One hundred unread." <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm one of the hundreds. Like yeah, yeah. You're you're like on equal footing with the local yakitori restaurant <laughs> and. <laughs> Line pay or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, oh man, well, I'm sorry to hear about your grand. Yeah, that's, well, uh, it's just you know, like that's fucking in Japan. Gutting. So my, when my missus's grandma died, obviously she couldn't come back, but they just you know they had the funeral on the following Friday. But in England now, it's like the funeral's not going to be till February the 16th. So she died two weeks ago. So it's like over a. It's basically like a month. Well, it is exactly a month. So she died yeah, on man. January 16th. And we we have to have the, the cremation in a separate town because if you did it in this town, they, uh, you couldn't do it till middle of March. It's like fucking two months. It's mad. Wow. Yeah, that is mad. <laughs> well, I won't mind. Uh, but they've uh, like, you know, they're saying COVID's been good for some businesses. But the crematorium, they're, only, they're, they're literally only doing half days. They're fucking knocking off at lunchtime, so I don't know. Don't really quite get my head around that. Like, oh no, we only do we're only doing it up to lunchtime. Why? You got fucking stack full of bodies waiting to be done. The people wait to. Oh no, just it's too busy, so we're just doing it till lunchtime. Fucking lazy <laughs> crematorium workers. <laughs> I know. I was thinking that's, that's the real scandal here. Yeah, I was thinking that sounds like a pretty decent job. That doesn't it? Monday to Friday, just till lunchtime, and then fucking. <laughs> On a Friday, just pop down to the wake. <laughs> a couple of free beers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I've, uh, I've, so I, because kind of funeral idea is that all, we've, got, we've got about like 17 grandkids and 20 odd great grandkids. So the idea was that um, all the grandkids took it in turns to say something. Now, obviously not everybody wants to say something, but for me, you know, stage time is stage time. So I've, uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I've written, I've written a poem for her. Um, it's like a funny poem, but with all these things, is it a bit too much? Like, is the, <laughs> you know? So I've got, I think I'm gonna have to sort of uh, put a bit of a disclaimer at the beginning, saying uh, I hope people take this in the spirit that it's intended. <laughs> um, can can I? I mean. It, I have not heard it, but no. whatever it is, if you've written it yeah. and it's for a funeral, <laughs> it's definitely 100% too much. Well, I, um, <laughs> it's funny because like, we've got a cousin's group chat on WhatsApp and um, my 
older cousin said, oh, people are going to do this. And I just jokingly, I said, oh, I've written a poem. And then people going, oh, oh, oh. And then underneath oh, I put, no. yeah, I just, I haven't finished it yet. I'm just trying to find a word that rhymes with runts. <laughs> John, 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 Sam, in Japan. This is JNS in J News. All right, and now it's time for the news section of the show. So, Sam, what have you got for us? Okay, the headline of this one from the Mirror Online. Uh, I'm going to do one of the older fill-in-the-blanks, so see what you think it is. Uh, headline, Mum left mortified after accidentally sending son to school with the worst what? Haircut. Oh, yeah, that would be good. I mean, that would make this episode far more professional than it is because that's the burning question yeah. this week. <laughs> you should know that our professionalism isn't that high. No, it's not. I'll give you one more one more guess. So with the worst, I don't know, did she buy like a fake uniform? <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Sending him to school with a with the wrong uniform. No, it is. Mum left mortified after accidentally sending son to school with the worst lunch ever. Worst lunch ever. Yeah. Right. So this guy, he, he was taking a pack lunch, uh, pack lunch to school. Uh, the article starts. There's no such thing as a perfect parent, as well we well know. With 101 tasks to tackle, it's inevitable that there are slip-ups along the way, as one mum found out. A woman was left in hysterics after she made the honest mistake of giving her son the wrong packed lunch. Right. The woman took to mum's net to share the hilarious blunder where she explained she was supposed to give her son pasta salad for his packed lunch, but it was when he asked why she had given him funny mashed potato instead she realised her mistake. So the son said to her, like I mean, when he's come home or something, hey mum, why have you given me this funny mashed potato for my lunchbox? It wasn't funny mashed potato. What do you think it might have been? Uh, what, ta- what looks and tastes like mashed potato? I don't know, flour, flour and water, bread dough? Uh, yeah, pizza dough you're not, you're not you're not too far off there it's slightly more disgusting than that um, it says turns out the pasta salad was still in the fridge and he'd been eating a tub full of fat that the mum had been saving for the birds Ugh, fuck you know literally like a whole tub of lard Ugh, that is horrible <laughs> I mean that's certainly a Funny mashed potato. How old is this kid, does it say? Uh, Yeah, well, there's a picture of him. I'm going to, I don't know exactly, but I'm saying he's around like nine or ten or something like that. I mean, he must be a fucking idiot. (laughs) Did he, well, did he eat it all or did he chuck it away? Oh, uh, no, well, sorry, no, no. The, I've just read the the bit under the photo. Uh, the photo that's on the article it says it's got a confused looking boy with a kind of disgusted face. <laughs> uh, not disgusting face. I mean, he's like he's looking disgusted. <laughs> I'm not judging his appearance, <laughs> um, but it does say in brackets afterwards it's a stock image, so that actually isn't him. Ah, oh, right. Um, <laughs> as I go down the article, if it, if but you're you're right. I mean, if he's anywhere between eight and 11 and he's eating a tub of fat i mean you're, he is an idiot yeah so from from uh, that comment then that means that you've put this story up but you haven't actually read it yourself yet 
<laughs> no, I, I, I read it one week ago while I was sat here wait, uh, waiting for you to turn fair up. Play. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she says on she said on Mum's Net, has anyone sent their child to school with anything worse, or are we officially the worst parents? Others shared funny stories of their own. We sent our son to school with a tub of margarine once, said the woman. Ugh. Now, the first lady sent him with a tub of fat. That one said a tub of margarine. Sounds like a copycat. Do you believe that one? No. Although, well, I think she's, yeah, right. I think she's lying. Because margarine, you wouldn't keep in anything other than a margarine tub, wouldn't you? Whereas fat, obviously, she's been collecting it in Tupperware or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that one's a lie. We're calling you out, whoever you are. Um, Another added, my brother once opened his lunchbox at school to find there in a banana that was past its best covered in biscuit crumbs. Uh, My brother was very little at the time, so a banana and a few biscuits might have just been adequate as a lunch as a one-off. But the biscuits didn't survive the journey being swung about by a five-year-old. So a crumb-coated banana was lunch that day. (laughs) Right, well. A third said, I had a bit of a rep for sending my kids to school with sandwiches made from mouldy bread. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember being, in my younger days, having mouldy bread and just picking the mouldy bits out. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think it's too bad. Cut it, yeah. Cutting off the uh, the crust with the mould on it. Yeah, I heard that the uh, the kid who took that bag of uh, box of fat to school ended up having a fist fight with another kid because another kid started mocking him because uh, of his pat lunch and... Uh, he smashed his face because he said he was a well lad. <laughs> that was J and S in J News. Fans on fire, you're a liar. You're no. All right, and now it's time for kind of like a special Pants on Fire Christmas holiday edition. So I think me and Sam are going to tell each other some stories about what's going on over the Christmas holidays and we have to try and guess if it's true or false. So go on in, Sam, kick me off. Okay, so the first one, is it true or is it a lie? I bought my two-year-old son uh, for Christmas a real telephone. You bought him? I bought right. uh, for his like his Christmas present was a real telephone. Was it like one of those um, ones that you can what are they called rotary dial Fisher Price ones with the uh, eyes and? No, no, it's like a real like it's a it's not a, a rotary one. It's like no, it's not a smartphone, but it's a real telephone that you could plug into the wall and make proper telephone. It's not a toy. It's not a toy. It's an right. actual real telephone. Right. Uh, well, I'm going to say that's a lie because why would you do it? It just sounds nuts. <laughs> well, I'm really, really pleased to tell you that it was true. Right. <laughs> we did. Why? Buy our son a real telephone. Why? <laughs> so he went to a play centre before Christmas and they had this kind of toy telephone that was one of the old, you know, you pick it up with a hand, like a yeah. hand receiver. What do you call them? Yeah. I've forgotten. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he loved it. And we looked online for like 
ones that are similar, but they're all like quite weird or fake. And then just when I was looking on Amazon, a real one came up. And these toy ones that are on there were like sort of three, four, five thousand yen. But yeah. a real telephone was like a thousand five hundred yen. And it was right. like, well, we'll just get him a real one then. And he absolutely loves it. I mean, we haven't plugged it in or anything. Oh, right. <laughs> he's well, not like he's not like making calls for yeah, like delivery yeah, pizza oh, right. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Well, I thought because I said, "Is it a smartphone?" You said, "Yeah, you plug it in." So, oh, okay, right, you're done with that. I mean, yeah, no, oh, you, right. could, you could plug it into the wall. It's not. No, an, right. yeah, it's oh, not okay. an electric. I mean, I've purposely mis- misled you there, in, oh, okay. in order just to get a point to win this game. I mean, but I haven't lied. Right. Haven't lied. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Right. Your okay. turn. Your turn. Right. So if we're doing it like that, then. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I got on New Year's Eve. I got so drunk. Um, I woke up in the middle of the night, disorientated, couldn't get out of my bedroom, and in a panic, had to urinate into a plastic bag while my wife was asleep, and she didn't wake up. Oh, <laughs> I mean. I mean, so much of it is rings true, but it's one of those that, I mean, it could very, very well be true, or it could be something that you know that I'd full well believe, therefore make it up into a plastic bag. No, because I I think previously you said today that you went home after the New Year's Eve. It was New Year's Eve, right? Yeah, yeah. This was on New New Year's Eve. Eve. We're doing shop roulette. So I think you said you went home after New Year's Eve and you wrote your list and stuff. So... No, I, I think that you were at home. You wouldn't need to do it in a bag on New Year's Eve. So I'm going to say that is a lie. No, it's true. Oh, <laughs> so, I mean, what, what, tell us, explain. Well, I just, I, we were doing uh, shots of Jägermeister and uh, some energy drinks. I ate doing shots and then obviously went to sleep. Then woke up in the middle of the night, just all of a sudden really desperate. Like, oh my God, I'm going to pee the bed. So I jumped out of bed in the dark sort of fumbling with the door couldn't the door was sort of just jammed i couldn't get out and i thought oh it's gonna come out now so i quickly uh <laughs> sort of peed in the bin uh which had a plastic bag inside it so as as i was doing it i, I just just enough to that i could then stop myself uh managed to open the thing put my dressing gown on peed in the toilet and then took the pee plastic bag and quietly sneaked downstairs opened the door went out to the bins outside and put it in the bin outside and <laughs> kind of got back into bed and hated myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you, you've done the best you could do in a bad and difficult situation. Yeah, well, I thought, I mean, I haven't, the, prior to that, so I'd gone to bed and I just couldn't stop hiccuping. So I was lying in bed and just like ridiculous hiccuping for about you know, 20, so my missus was trying to get to sleep. I thought she had fallen asleep and then I um, just realised, oh, I'm going to hiccup, I'm going to throw up. So I just ended up in the toilet like... (laughs) (laughs) Thought everybody in the house was asleep Uh, and then the morning after, what were you drinking that made you so ill? So I thought, oh, I thought you were asleep. No, I definitely heard all that. It sounded like a fucking... (laughs) Somebody raping an elephant. (laughs) Right, so what a piece. It's it's 1-1, it's 1-1. Okay, so, uh, my second one. Uh, I went skiing over the winter holiday, and in a gondola, I met a very famous Japanese celebrity. Right. Who was it? It was one of... Uh, actually, as I'm saying very famous, 
not quite sure of his name, but it was the guy from one of the guys from SMAP who right. isn't Katori Shingo or that other Kintak. really, really, yeah, not him. But another right. one of the SMAP guys was in the gondola. Was uh, it the one who got naked in the park? Uh, I'm not sure who that was. So, not sure. of anyway, I met a SMAP one. member. Right. I met a SMAP member in the gondola. Right. Did you talk to him? Uh, sort of. Another, uh, there was six of us in there. Um, probably breaking COVID protocols. And uh, no, someone else was talking to him, but it was a, a communal chat. But well, I didn't talk right. to him a lot. But we were right. kind of in the same conversation, if you like, right. chatting about the ski conditions. Right. Was your missus there? No. I only went ah. with my eldest son, just the two of us. Ah, right. Uh, I'm going to say... I believe he did go ski, but I'm going to say the smart thing's a lie. You caught me out. It is a lie. And probably <laughs> pretty transparent one. <laughs> <laughs> I met a famous person. Who was it? I don't know. <laughs> um, I've only had a month to put in some thought into that lie that I've just had to make up in the last 10 seconds. <laughs> okay, go on. You're number two. Um, Still 1-1. One, no, one. I had to... I had to watch my wife try and pop a balloon with her vagina in front of a braying crowd. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know what her hobbies are. <laughs> no, I, I'm imagining this is definitely true. It's it was a party game probably at Christmas or New Year's and it was uh yeah, I I I just think it gets true. Yeah, it was true. It was a Christmas Eve <laughs> yeah, party yeah. game. <laughs> In front of yeah, a lot of people. I was surprised because uh, usually you know be quite reserved. I didn't think she'd be doing that, but she she got into it and did it. <laughs> did and did she manage to pop the balloon? Yeah, I think at one point someone said, "Just imagine it's John's face," and then she just two foot and jumped on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I preferred it when she was. If she'd imagined it was my face when she was trying to pop it with a vagina, but. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just a sad state of affairs when, <laughs> when in the last six months a balloon has seen more action than you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so two apiece, right? Got it. I went on. I went on a search of probably seven different uh, shops in search of a Christmas food stuff. What is it? Brussels sprouts. Oh, it was Brussels sprouts. In Japan. You know yeah. Is it true? <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking, are you on the group chat where I put the photos of me buying Brussels sprouts saying I've been to like five, six, seven shops for these? <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't remember. I, mean, I am on that chat, but I don't remember that at all. But I'd, as soon as you said looking for, yeah, I imagined it was Brussels sprouts in Japan. Yeah. So, yeah, true. Get in. Oh, well done. I, I had a night, uh, it was like, I, I went to, seriously, like five, six, seven supermarkets in all different places looking for them. Eventually found them. I don't know why they're such a key component of Christmas. <laughs> I do like them. I'm not like yeah, a person yeah. who doesn't like them. But they, they, they kind of seem intrinsic to the whole thing. But then this is the fucking kicker. So then I went, I bought them, and I got them on the 23rd of December. Then on the 24th, I popped into my local supermarket, probably to stock up on beer. I can't remember exactly. And they fucking had them in there <laughs> on the 24th. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Man. Uh, yeah, so anyway, well done, well done. So your last one, your final one. Uh, oh, so for Christmas, we bought my four-year-old uh, like a kid's digital camera. And so she's been happily taking loads of pictures. So we, we went for a walk around a reservoir uh, during the holidays and there was pictures of, uh, somebody put up pictures of dogs that had gone missing. And when we got home and we were looking through my daughter's photos, uh, she'd taken a picture of what appeared to be uh, a dead dog in the woods that we, nobody had seen. <laughs> um, so she didn't tell us. She didn't know what she'd taken a picture of, but it, it looked like there was a dead dog. So, But we didn't bother going back and checking young- and ringing the person whose dog it was. I couldn't be asked with that. This... This sounds like it's. It sounds like what I would. What, what they call in the car industry a cut and shut. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I think this is the amalgamation of two true stories, but uh-huh. not a full entire one. I think you bought your daughter a digital toy camera for her yeah, yeah. Christmas present. Yeah, yeah. And I think you might have seen a kind of dead dog looking thing on a walk, but I'm not uh-huh. sure that the two. I'm not sure the photo bit happened, so I'm going to. Would that not be cheating? Oh right. Well, you've well, okay. So you've given me a little bit of a hint there. I would not consider it cheating myself. That's exactly something I would do. Well, that's because you're just desperate to win. See, I consider it (laughs) cheating. Telling two true stories together, they go, ah, but actually they're not (laughs) together, so it's not true. That's fucking cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, no, because the key part is she took a photo. I'm thinking that aspect was not true okay. all right oh, well, so there's no case. photos of a dead dog okay so the, yes. the truth the truth or the lie is the the bottom line is my daughter took a photo of a dead dog that's that's the whole story then okay uh do you know what <sighs> no it's like because it, if i say it's, it I, I feel like if i say it's true and you fooled me it's more painful than if i say lie and you fooled me does that make sense <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, well, I've, yeah, okay. So I'm going to say you've got a weird family. I'm going to say it's true. No, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> she has, she did. I mean, she has got a camera for Christmas. That is true. But yeah, there, there is. Uh, we we have been going on lots of walks, and it's amazing how many people are putting photos up of dogs that have been nicked. So, right. so dog napping must be a big thing. Um, but yeah, we didn't witness any. We were, we were actively looking for it because there was a ten thousand pound reward if you saw this one dog. <laughs> so it was good for it because the kids hate going on the walks. I'm like, oh, look, if you find a dead dog, you might get ten grand. <laughs> so they're they're actively looking for it. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about just uh, killing a dog and then just bringing it and just hiding it on the walk just to <laughs> to spice things up a bit. <laughs> it's international, yeah. John and Sam in Japan. All right, and that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say uh, to say thanks to everyone who was involved, uh, and of course, thanks to you, all the lovely listeners. John's going to tell us the burning question, which. I don't know what it is, but 
he gave me a hint and I'm apprehensive to say no no this is uh, so well <laughs> as I was talking about like uh, obviously holding my grandma's dying hand when I was hungover so the burning question is what's your worst hungover situation because <laughs> that okay, for me that's okay. pretty much up there to be honest um, <laughs> yeah it, it's going to take a fair answer from a listener to top that <laughs> <Yeah>. one <laughs> so uh, oh, alright anything else no I think that's all, all right. catch, catch you later, later. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an mp3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The International Comedy Podcast